Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. This morning, I'm going to be talking about stillness for success and how seemingly doing nothing can actually bring you everything. I'm going to be talking about it in three sections. The first section, I'm going to be demystifying stillness, making it accessible for you to embrace in your life daily. Secondly, I'm going to be talking about the science behind stillness and how it will expand your brain's potential and unlock creativity. And thirdly, I'm going to be talking about the laws of attraction and how you will naturally, effortlessly manifest abundance in your life using stillness. For 5,000 years, meditation was associated with an image like this. You'll notice that these men have shaved heads, they're wearing robes, they have no shoes on their feet, they're begging for food, they'll renounce all worldly possessions, they'll never touch any money, they dissolve their ego. And this was the domain of meditation for thousands and thousands of years. But things have changed, and they're changing real quick. This is Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio is the CEO of the world's largest hedge fund, and he has $122 billion worth of assets under his management. Ray Dalio says, meditation more than anything in my life was the biggest ingredient of whatever success I've had. Oprah says of meditation, only from that space can you create your best work and your best life. Only from that space. This is Oprah saying that. What is that space? That's what I'll be talking about today. So how did meditation get, for 5,000 years, monks in ashrams and monasteries to the CEO of the world's largest hedge fund, or possibly the most influential woman on the planet today? How did it bridge that gap? How did it get from there to here? Well, like everything, it evolved. It evolved and it became accessible. You no longer have to go to Rishikesh, India, like the Beatles did in the 70s, to find a guru to teach you how to still your mind. You don't have to go trekking through remote mountain regions in the Himalayas to find a master who's going to teach you how to meditate. We can access this anywhere, anytime. We can experience the profound physiological, mental, emotional, and spiritual shift in the comfort of our own lounge room by learning how to still our mind. Meditation is accessible to all of us. In the past, we used to have to sit directly in front of a person who would then teach you how to meditate. And yet today, if I Google meditation courses, I get 152 million hits. 152 million hits. It is here. It is here now. And it's here for everyone across the entire globe. We can get it in a multitude of ways from binaural beats, Delta brainwave entrainment, visualizations, contemplations, breath meditations, chakra cleansing meditations, mantra meditations, transcending meditations. We can even get it in the palm of our hand in apps like Omvana, where we can get a collage of meditation techniques. What we have seen in the last eight years since the iPhone was created, can you imagine? It's just eight years. That's incredible, right? In the last eight years since the iPhone was created, we have this fascinating paradox. It's a truly fascinating paradox. 
what we see is this huge surge of information sweeping into our lives and we become absolutely addicted to it. We just can't get enough. We're continually consuming data. We no longer measure time in seasons, months, weeks or days. We measure time in how long it takes for an internet page to open or how long it takes for a YouTube clip to upload. And the fascinating thing about this paradox is that as we see this swing in one direction, we see a pendulum swing in another direction to offset this imbalance. Was anyone at Awesomeness Fest in Maui 2011? Michael Drew spoke on stage at Maui Awesomeness Fest and he has a book out called Pendulum. And in Pendulum, Michael presents this idea that Throughout time, we see these big swings in one direction, and then to counterbalance, to offset that imbalance, we see another swing in another direction. So as we see this sweeping tidal wave of information surging into our lives, we also see simultaneously to offset that, this huge surge in meditation accessibility. It's a fascinating balance. Meditation is going to be the key to our sustainability through this information revolution. Meditation is a structured setting aside of time where we don't have to process data. We don't have to digest and analyze and consume. You see, you all lost your gaps. Your gaps went away. Where did your gaps go? Remember you used to have gaps in your day? Like at the traffic lights when they were red and there was nothing to do? And when you're in the wedding room at the doctor's and there was nothing to do? Remember those times when you used to sit on the toilet, there was nothing to do. <laughs> we lost the gaps. Meditation brings back the gap. You see, we have this little gadget that sits in the palm of our hand now, and it gives us an infinite supply of information, and we're addicted to it. Meditation allows us a period of time, morning and evening. For me, it's 20 minutes morning, 20 minutes evening. A period of time where I don't have to process and digest and analyze and consume and be identified from another source. Meditation allows me a period of time to be, to be still in my inherent state of calm, peace and happiness. And with 152 million hits on Google, it's not going to be that hard for you to find someone, somewhere, whether it's online or in person, to teach you how to do this. So now that we've made meditation accessible, how does it make us successful? I mean, how does stilling your mind make you successful? I mean, come on. It's like almost the opposite, right? Success is about doing, right? Meditation is about not doing. It's about being. So how does it make us successful? Well, you've heard that you use about 5 to 10% of your brain's potential. The unfortunate news is that's on a good day. <laughs> what happens when you're stressed? When we're stressed, we shut down whole regions of our brain and we start operating from a very limited, primal, reptilian part of our brain. We no longer operate from this frontal cortex of our brain. We start operating from this rear primal part. There's not a lot going on back here. Up here, this is where the CEO sits. This is the smart dude. It's where we're adaptive, creative, intuitive, wise. We conceptualize things, we analyze things, we contemplate. Has anyone seen a lizard when it walks into a room? So lizard walks into a room and it's scurrying around. And it's thinking of two things and two things only. Is there something here that's going to sustain my survival? Or is there something in here that's going to threaten my survival? That is, is there bugs? Or is there danger? Very limited, 
attracted thinking, very limited brain potential. This is what happens when we're stressed. Removing stress is the key to our success. Removing stress is the most important part of what it is that's going to enable us to be successful. Stress is restriction, contraction. Being in the flow is about expansion and creativity. When we remove stress, we start to function from the flow. Vishen Lakyani says the ideal state for productivity is the state of flow. Being in the state of flow magnifies the impact of whatever it is you are trying to do. It's almost like the universe bends in your favor. 20 years ago, I was stressed. In fact, I was more than stressed. I was incapacitated. I'd been working in finance as a broker, on trading room floors of finance, trading swaps and bonds in global markets. I was young, I was paid a lot of money, and I had very little consciousness. A lot of money and a little consciousness, it's not a good combination. And I led, led a very imbalanced lifestyle. I won't go into the gory details. But what happened was this imbalanced lifestyle started to present symptoms in my life. You know when there's a problem in your car and you get the little red light on the dashboard and it tells you there's a problem here, you need to actually tend to this. Well, any time where we have discomfort, dis-ease, it's a communication within our body's intelligence that there's something going wrong here and that you're not living within balance, within harmony. Of course, because of the stress in my life and my limited brain potential, I wasn't being creative or adaptable and I persisted with this existing paradigm over and over again, completely ignoring those messages. Of course, those symptoms exacerbated and got worse and worse. Of course, I continued to ignore them, persisting with the same paradigm over and over again, Einstein's definition of insanity. Eventually, these symptoms got so exacerbated, there I was, chronic anxiety, panic attacks, depression, insomnia, eventually full-blown agoraphobia. I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't go to my job. I was caught up in a ball in abject misery in my home not wanting to live life. There was no light. I couldn't see a way forward, and I didn't want to. I didn't buy into the Western medicine model at that time. Men in white lab coats and a pill that says this is going to make you happy. I still had enough intuition to know that there was another alternative. In here, it was pretty messed up. It was out of control, and I knew how to get in there and do something about that. And so I searched far and wide for meditation techniques and I tried quite a number of them and it wasn't until I found one that literally changed my life. Within days, there was a shift. Within weeks, the anxiety, depression went away. Within months, a lightness pervaded, a joy and creativity. I continued on my career in finance for 26 years. I became incredibly successful and I only recently left at the height of my career earning more money than I've ever earned to fulfill my mission for spreading stillness across the planet. And so here I am. Thank you. Has anyone seen The Secret? For those that haven't seen The Secret, it's a film about the laws of attraction that first comes our thoughts, then comes our feeling, and then from our feeling comes a physical manifestation in life based upon that feeling. So when we come out of meditation, We're coming out with a feeling of calm, happiness, abundance. The universe detects that. It reciprocates like a boomerang. And under the law of attraction, it starts to organize events and circumstances that validate that that's what you are, that's who you are, that's what you feel. 
As you move through that event or a circumstance or experience, that heightens your feeling level, which you then send out into the universe, and the universe detects that again, and you get this gorgeous spiraling effect of greatness happening in your life. So 17 years ago, I couldn't leave my house. I was in an abject state of misery. I couldn't go to my job. And yet today, I travel the world speaking at conferences. I run retreats. I teach people meditation. I mentor. I'm making a feature film with director of The Secret. And I donate to multiple charities. I live in a multi-million dollar house. I put it all down to one thing and one thing alone. That one day, many years ago, I sat in a chair with my own personal mantra of stillness sound. I quietened down my mind, put my physiology into a deep state of rest and repair, and opened up huge regions in my brain where I became much more creative. When we transcend in stillness, we go beyond the programming, the conditioning, the impressions, the dogma of who you think you are. You see, you've been carrying around someone else's story, someone else's blueprint. That's not your story. That story of unworthiness, that story of poverty, that story that money's hard to come by, that story that you're no good, you're not creative enough, you're not successful enough. You see, that's your parents' story. It's your religion story. It's your political story. It's your culture story. It's your school story. It's your friend's story. It's your grandparents' story and their grandparents' story. And it's been passed down from generation to generation and you're carrying it around with you and it's no longer your story. It's time for you to get your truth now. Your story, your truth is that you are abundant. You are universally abundant. You are creative. You have access to infinite creative potential. And when you unlock that in stillness, wealth in every area of your life will flow through you. That's what it does. It flows through you. As Vishen says, it's like the universe bends in your favor. You can play a bigger game as your consciousness will allow. Now, when you expand your consciousness to the far reaches of the universe in stillness, watch what will unfold in your life. And from that space, from that stillness, from that place of abundance, go forward and create the most amazing life. Why? Because you can. In Sanskrit, there's a saying, Yogastha Kuru Karmani, established in being, perform action. Thank you. I'm Vishen Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body, your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.